Michigan Rundown Podcast. At midcourt, extra pass. And it goes for the win! Presented by Jake Singer. Welcome back to another episode of the Michigan Rundown Podcast. My name is Jake Singer, and on today's episode, we're going to go right into the top recruits that the Michigan basketball team has for the 2020 recruiting class, and I'm just excited. I apologize to everybody. I know I've taken a long hiatus from making episodes. There's just been a lot of medical situations that I had to take care of, but luckily now I'm back, recovered, and I'm ready to get going. I've done a lot of my research. I've stayed up to date on all things Michigan sports. I'm following uh, thoroughly through everything, and now I'm here to give you guys the news and give you guys the insight so you know everything you need to know about Michigan sports. And specifically on today's episode, it's going to be about Michigan basketball. So I just want to go into really just the top four recruits that we have, really the four recruits that we have for the Michigan basketball team this season. And, you know, it's been really interesting uh, kind of going into it because of the new coaching change and going from John Beeline to Juwan Howard in that we've seen you know, a shift in kind of the guys that uh, are getting recruited. Um, John Beeline started the recruiting process, of course, and he got the guys who are on the team now this year, and it's worked out pretty well. Guys, you know, Simpson and Teske are playing phenomenally, and you start seeing the younger guys really, you know, trying to build themselves and having a more of a role for themselves, especially like Brandon Johns, and Nunez, and Colin Castleton, and just these guys, especially even David DeJulia. So all those guys are John Beeline's guys, right? So, you know, when you have players who will get recruited by one coach, and now they're trying to get, uh, you know, coached by somebody else, completely different, it that's why it caused a little bit of confusion. So I, I that's why I've not been too pressed about how this year's gone. I think the year's gone not as well as expected. I think we started really, really hot, but now we are kind of cooling down. And I think that's just because of the dynamic that the players want to play compared to how the coach wants to play. Jawan Howard's a big, you know, he plays a big man game. As you can kind of see, their whole game is just passing it inside to either Colin Castleton or Teske or even Austin Davis and seeing what they can do with it. And if there's nothing there, then they pass it down and they shoot the three. But that game... You know, it doesn't really work as well with these guys that we have in our team because a lot of them are smaller guys who just want to shoot the ball. You know, David Julius can put it up from anywhere. Same with Eli Brooks, Xavier Simpson, and so on and so forth. So now what you're seeing is that with our recruiting class that we have coming in next year, you really see a shift in the type of players that are coming into the University of Michigan. And I'm going to kind of, again, go over all the implications for all of this. So I just want to start by, um, I guess, just going right through the list of the players, and then I guess we can talk about all the implications for all of this coming up. So first of all, we have Zeb Jackson. Okay, Zeb Jackson is a four-star uh, 6'2 shooting guard. He is from Ohio, and he is the only player of these four players that was recruited by John Beeline and his, and his recruiting staff. So that's something to take in consideration. Um, you know, he's been Michigan through and through, you know, Zip Jackson actually 
Um, he signed in 2018, I believe. And he, you know, has just kind of been a Michigan guy from the start, which has been great. Um, you know, he's four stars. He is the number one shooting guard in the state of Ohio. Um, and he's number 11th uh, nationally. Um, so, and then, of course, nationally, like, uh, compared to all players in his class, he is 61st in the country. Um, so with Seb Jackson, there are just a few things to take in consideration. First of all, he's a shooting guard. Um, he's the only recruit from our recruiting class that is a guard of some sort, which um, is interesting, especially because, of course, Jordan Howard's a big type kind of guy. Um, but really, he's a combo guard. What For him, his biggest thing is he just needs more strength. And I think all guys, when they go to college and when they go and they go from high school basketball to college basketball, the first people they meet are the strength coaches. So I think, first of all, he really needs to build up that strength, as we've seen with Wagner, um, both of them actually, um, and how Mo, when he came in, was pretty weak, and after a year, he built a lot of strength. And uh, even Colin Castleton this year, last year, you know, Colin Castleton actually gained 60 pounds over the offseason, um, all just from the strength and conditioning coaches. So I think that's number one for Zeb Jackson. Is he, when he comes in, he really needs to build that muscle type because he has a 6'2 body frame, but he still has a lot of room to grow. He's still only 160 pounds, and for somebody being 6'2", 160 pounds is very light. Um, but overall, he is a very solid athlete, um, and he has good body control when he has the ball. Um, another thing is, is that he is a lefty, but he does like to go and pull up on the right side. So he's not afraid to go in both ways. But overall, he is a lefty, which is sometimes, you know, a little different and can kind of confuse a defense. Um, just most importantly, he can get into the lane and make his own plays. And he's also not afraid of getting rebounds. And what I kind of see from all of this right away is he's a kind of player who could turn into maybe a Charles Matthews or somebody like that. He's kind of built like Charles Matthews at the moment. Um, definitely a little smaller, but um, as a shooting guard, I think he could be kind of made into either a point guard, shooting guard, or even small forward. You know how the Michigan Wolverine offense is uh, played, but I think for him, the biggest thing right now before we can really say anything about how he plays is just building up his strength, and I think that is very easy to do, and I'm really excited. He's been a guy who has been committed to this program from the start through coaching changes you know, he's stayed through. So I think having a guy like Zeb Jackson as a shooting guard coming in is great, especially with Xavier Simpson leaving next year. And we'll just got to see, I guess, depending on the other players around him, uh, what really he's made of. So that is Zeb Jackson. Next, we have um, Isaiah Todd, or he's known as Zay Todd. So if you ever hear anybody call him Zay, that's his nickname. Um, so Zay Todd is our top guy. He's our five-star recruit. 6'10", power forward, um, and he is from uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, and just, he's, you know, 195 pounds, he's huge, he's number two ranked in the country at power forward, number 12 nationally overall ranked, and he's just the guy, he, he is our player, I think if anybody can become really good really quickly, it's going to be him. He is, you know, a long and athletic forward who just, you know, is always looking at the basket. 
He can score off post moves, which is literally perfect in a Jawan Howard offense, as we see with John Teske and Colin Castleton. At this moment, our entire offense is just putting the ball in the post. So if he can score off post moves, if he can perfect his post move, then I think he would be unstoppable. Um, I think for his development trait, just the same exact way as Zeb Jackson, is he just needs to build strength and mass. The stronger you get, just the more power you can have and the more dominance you can have in the post, and just the better of a player you can be. Um, but, you know, for everybody to know, he definitely can score at all three levels. He can score uh, in the basket, he can score mid-range, and he can also shoot the three, which is just, you know, having an all-around player is spectacular. Uh, he also can handle the ball very well. Um, but at the same time, I think the one area that he does also need to work on besides strength is decision-making. His IQ at some points, if you see his tape, sometimes he makes some decisions that might not be the smartest on the court um, just by where the ball goes and who he passes to and where he goes in the lane. So I think he... But that's, again, this all is... When you make the transition from high school basketball to college basketball, you know, these coaches are there to help you specifically on these two things. So those are the only two issues that he has, and that's all I can really see from him at the moment. Um, he is just, you know, has so much upside to him. Um, but at the same time, having all his expectations, you know, that could make it a little more difficult for him as a player to come into his own. So I think he need, really needs to kind of ignore the expectations of himself and really just play his own basketball because we can all, you know, critique him and expect him to be this amazing player, the best player in college basketball. But, you know, they don't always work out that way. So I think he has so much upside to him, but we do have to give him time. And we know with the Michigan program, we're not, you know, a program that just throws guys right in there and says, you know, play the entire game. And it's all about, you know, development and seeing what they can do with these players. So I think with him, it's definitely about seeing what they can do in the offseason, see how prepared he is, and we'll kind of see getting closer to next season, how many minutes and how what we're kind of looking like with him on the floor at least next season. So next um, is personally my favorite player. I know Zaytad's the team's favorite player, uh, but my favorite player is Hunter Dickinson. So Hunter Dickinson is a four-star, seven-foot-two center from DeMatha, Maryland, which is very close to where I am from. Um, I know DeMatha very well. DeMatha basketball is huge here, and, you know, he himself is a star. He uh, is huge. He's a big body who just, you know, occupies space inside the paint. You know, he is not an explosive athlete. You're not going to see him running the floor, you know, fast and, you know, making all these huge glamorous dunks. But what's important about him is that he has a great basketball IQ from what I've seen. And he is a very good defender and a good rebounder. And if we've seen anything from Michigan this year, I can just even point specifically to the Michigan State game and how there were so many offensive rebounds Michigan State got on Michigan and got second chance points for because no one could seem to rebound the ball. So I think getting somebody who is as big as him at 7'2", you know, Teske's the same, but I think 
you know, being a rebounder is so important just because of what we've seen even just this year and how there were games that we've lost, I guess, even just to Minnesota, how Michigan just lost to Minnesota because there were a lot of second chance points Minnesota had over Michigan since Michigan just couldn't get defensive rebounds. So rebounding is huge. Um, You know, he's really effective on the high-low game, and he just knows how to also play the post. And again, going, I know it's repeating it, but this is literally the entire Juwan Howard offense is post game. Everybody, if anybody can play the post, as long as you can put the ball in the post, you know, see what you can do with it. And we already have, and I'm going to get to the third guy, you know, we're going to have three new players coming in to this recruiting class who can all play the post really well. Um, What's also kind of, fun with him, Hunter Dickinson in particular, is he also has a jump hook, um, who which I've seen is actually pretty reliable uh, when he is playing, at least in his tapes and watching it. You know, he actually likes to use his jump hook quite a bit, um, and he is dominant with his left hand, which also confuses some defenders. Um, so I think for him right now, it's, again, all about development. We'll see how much he plays next year. I think with Teske being a senior and leaving, I think of all these players, um, I think Zayton could definitely get minutes next year, but of all the players that could definitely just get thrown right in there the first game of the year, I think Hunter Dickinson could definitely um, start at center at the beginning of the year and really just go from there and see what he could do on this Michigan basketball team. Um, so finally, we have Terrence Williams. Um, of our, again, these are the recruits that have fully committed. I will also get to recruits that we're still looking at, but of the recruits that were committed, we also finally have Terrence Williams. Terrence Williams is a four-star, six-foot-six, power forward listed right now. If he goes to Michigan, most likely we'll play small forward. So at the same time, we're looking at all these players. They could all be on the floor at the exact same time. That is what's so amazing about this recruiting class is that they are ranked so highly, and they all play different positions. So there's not like they're competing for each other for playing time because they can all play different parts of the floor, and they could all even play on the same time, which I'm actually so ecstatic for. So Terrence Williams, he is the guy who is strong and has a strong physique. He's tough. He's explosive. You know, he is not a leaper, but he has a lot of, you know, athleticism in him. Um... He is a reliable rebounder. He knows how to box out, which, is, again, is so important. Um, and just has a really nice shooting form. Just if you look at his shot and look at him shooting the ball, it's a really nice form, which a lot, you know, a lot of guys don't have. So, you know, he's just a very versatile guy, and he can play defense. And I think all these big guys who are, you know, now coming with Juwan Howard – are, um, you know, I think this would be amazing. Um, so what I want to tell everybody is now Michigan has the number four ranked overall recruiting class at the moment, number one in the Big Ten, which is great. Um, there are a few other players that Michigan is still looking at. Um, and so I guess I'll tell you there are three players that are very warm. First is... Jace Howard. Jace Howard is a three-star, but he's very close to being a four-star small forward, um, of course, from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. He is Juwan Howard's son. Um, He is 6'7", 
And he, um, you know, I think for him, there is the very, very high chance that he goes to Michigan. Um, he really, it's really just Michigan. His top five offers are Michigan, Dayton, Northern Illinois, St. Louis, and San Diego State. So I definitely see him uh, definitely choosing Michigan. So he is, um, again, a small forward right now. He's a six seven small forward. Crystal Ball on 247 predicts 100% him coming to Michigan. So expect Jace Howard um, to commit to Michigan very soon. Another player that is looking at Michigan is Greg Brown. Greg Brown is a five-star um, power forward. He's 6'9", 195 pounds from Austin, Texas. Now for him, there have been a lot more talks. Um, it's not as certain with him of you know him going to Michigan, but for him, he's just a long and crazy athlete, and he is fast. Um, he runs you know, can, he can run the floor very easily. And he's really good at finishing in transition. Um, he has a very progressive jump shot. He's really been working on his jump shot a lot. And there's through the years, you've seen him um, get a lot better at his jump shot. And he's just really good at a shot blocker. And he, you know, is a really good defender. The one issue with him is his ball handling which is not surprising because he is a 6'9 power forward so I don't really expect any issues with that but there's so much upside with him and you know he's five star he's the number one power forward um in the nation he's number 10 nationally ranked in the nation and it's really just it's between Michigan Auburn Kentucky Memphis and Texas so you know Michigan's really uh having a lot of say in this um, we're not necessarily right now in the crystal ball predictions of right now. They're kind of saying Texas might be number one, but you know, Michigan is still highly trying to, um, recruit Greg Brown. Um, and finally is Joshua Christopher. If any of you guys are f on Instagram and are, you know, following overtime, um, over the count overtime you will know him as Jacob. Joshua Christopher is a five-star um, shooting guard from Lakewood, California, and he is insane. This guy is crazy. He's the number two shooting guard in the nation, number five in Cal number five ranked prospect in California, and number eleven ranked nationally overall. And he's just you know a saw ball handler, great body control. He's a scorer by heart. He's more of a scorer than a passer, um, but definitely has the possibility of distributing. But he just has such a high floor. And originally, everyone was expecting him to go to UCLA. But just recently, um, Michigan has really jumped in there um, in the running. And Michigan has become a top favorite just because of, you know, how UCLA is kind of, you know, he lives in California, but UCLA has really not lived up to their expectations over the last few years. So I think if Michigan could really, you know, put a strong run for him, um, that would be, you know, a really top recruit that we could get on this Michigan team. So again, Michigan basketball, I know it's not looking terrific right now, but just literally, if you guys give it one, two more years, this team could actually, like I'm saying this, not even just being a Michigan fan, but just looking at the potential of his team. This team 
could be a national championship contender. Like, that's how good this team is. This team, you know, these guys, if we can get even one, not even all of them, but if we can get of the three guys that we're still looking at, if we can get one of them, probably we'll get Jace Howard, but if we can get either just Greg Brown or Joshua Christopher too, oh my God, this team would be insane. Um, and that's just so exciting to me. And I'm really, really ecstatic for all of this. But at the same time, you guys, I don't know if you guys are thinking this, but uh, this is definitely what I've been thinking, is that if all these guys are coming in and they're all so good, what's going to happen with the guys on the team at the moment? You have guys like Nunez and Castleton and to Julius and, you know, all these other, and even Johns and Wagner and all these players that, you know, are still going to be here next year, maybe the year after that. And what's going to happen with them? And what I'm going to tell you this is that this is just my opinion. You can take it or you can leave it. But if all these players come in and they are as good as we are expecting them to be, expect a few transfers to occur. Expect these players to probably outplay them just because of the way Juwan is. These are Juwan Howard's players. That's what we all have. Everyone has to, you know, keep that in mind that these guys are Juwan Howard's players now. The other guys are Beeline's players. And when you have, you know, it's very different because you feel like you have a sense of superiority and authority. And like, they're kind of like your children in a way where you were the one to chose them right they came to Michigan for you and not for your prior coach so Juwan Howard might have a little more leeway towards these players than the players on the team at the moment so I guess look out for all these guys I'm really excited you know keep watching their film keep looking at them they're playing right now they're in their seasons they're you know there's film everywhere but I think at least for the Big Ten and for college basketball as a whole, I think this team has a lot of potential. And I'm just really excited to be a fan of the Michigan Wolverines and see what they can do with it. So, um, again, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Uh, I really missed making them. And, you know, it's just been a lot of fun going over them. But, again, stay tuned. There's so much more to come. I got so much content. And just stay in store. So, thank you. Have a good day, guys.